0: thank you brother um we welcome you to live streaming coming from Landmark Baptist Church here in Lyons, Georgia um I want to say that we've got uh, a lot of this sickness that's going on again and uh, they're saying that it's uh, a possibility that it's going to get worse before it gets better and uh Pray, pray about that and I tell you what scares me about it is that 33 uh, percent of the people that have died from it were from kids from 12 years old to 30 years old and uh, so that means that uh, children uh, have worse cases of it than they did with the with the um, the other one the, the Covid 19 and so we pray that the lord will see fit to protect us and watch over us and take care of us and as i said some of the churches brother troy's churches i think they've got about 13 or 14 cases of it in their church and uh and they ask us to remember them in prayer and i sent them a i sent them a message and uh, Told them that all of Landmark Baptist Church was praying for them, and so uh, I would ask you to pray for them. Let's go, Lord, in prayer at this time of opening services, and and uh, I'm going to ask Brother Gary, will you open service? Huh? Oh, that's right. We just had prayer, didn't we? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Well, then, uh, if we're going, we're not going. We don't need to pray again. So let's all stand, if you would, and turn with me to. 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. And um, I'm going to read to you only one verse. This is a second sermon on uh, the preaching of the gospel. I, t- I told you last week that I still had another sermon on it yet, and so I'm going to preach it this morning. 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and the 16th verse. He says there, ninth chapter sixteen. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me, if I preach not the gospel. Most gracious heavenly Father, again we thank you for the day, thank you for your word, thank you for watching over us and taking care of us, thank you Lord for uh, that we're able to read the word and. Lord, I just pray that everything will go well with everyone. And these people that are sick, Lord, and some have succumbed to this disease, Lord, I I pray that you'll see fit to go with them and and go with uh, Brother Troy's church, Lord, and, and go with Miss Conley. She, uh, this is Laura Laura Fay's mother. She's not she's in the hospital also with it. So I ask that you pray for her too. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. You May be seated. Now, last week, we preached the first message of the preaching of the gospel. We ended that message last week with Who is Jesus of Nazareth? I gave out several. uh, uh, Last week, we talked about who. Who is Jesus of Nazareth? And and I got that from, uh, I got that, those words from the TV. Uh, They had a, they ran a thing back before last Easter. They ran, they ran a thing that says, who is, who is Jesus of Nazareth? And so that's where I got this statement from. And so we're going to talk more today about who is Jesus of Nazareth. Who is he? Who is the one that we're. We should preach about it and, and the Bible and Paul even Paul said "There woe unto me if I don't preach the gospel. You know that's 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 very necessary and I know I know some people think it's redundant and I've had people who have told me over the years well I've heard that story all my life or I've heard that story for so many times and so don't don't tell it to me anymore. I've heard it I had a lady down in Glenwood that told me that she said don't don't tell it to me again because she said she said I've heard it many times before but uh, the Bible says that it should be preached about every time a, a preacher stands up to preach he should preach at least some of the gospel and so that's why I want to preach these two messages on for the preaching of the gospel uh, so who is Jesus of Nazareth and last week we ended our message with he is the mighty one. And we talked about that last week. He's the mighty one, uh, that he, he's mighty in everything he does. Everything he does is, 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 is done by his might and, and his power that he has. And so that's what we talked about last week. We want to begin this message with who is Jesus of Nazareth. He is the suffering one. Now, uh, we talked about he was a mighty one, and, and we talked about him being the uh, 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 the the powerful one. Well, we want to begin this message with who is Jesus of Nazareth. He is the suffering one. The Bible speaks a lot about his suffering. Now, I had someone several years ago, a lot of years ago, and... Uh, I just barely do. I don't even remember who it was, but many, probably 40, 50, about 50 years ago. Uh, I had someone said, well, uh, yeah, Jesus suffered, but he, he, did it, he did it on his own. Well, yeah, he did do it on his own. He said, matter of fact, he said in his, uh, in the book of John, he says, I don't, I don't, no man takes my life. I give it. Well, and that's I guess that's where they were coming from was well he did it on his own, but I won't tell you folks he didn't do it on his own he didn't do it for himself he didn't do it to get any glory he did it for you and me. he did it for us he he suffered there on on calvary's tree the bible states whom whom they slew and hanged on a tree in acts ten and verse twenty nine whom whom they Slew and they hanged on a tree. What what con condescension and self-emptying is this? You know what what, what more could a person ask for to, to do for people they love? I mean, what 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 would you do? You know, some some people do anything for their, for the people they love, and and but how how can you how can you do this? How can anybody? Uh, condescend themselves to the point to where that they would uh, kill, they would take, they would give their own life for someone that uh, that's just a friend. That's what Jesus said. Jesus told his disciples, you're my friends and I died for you. Well, he's our, we're his friends too. If you were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world, you're his friends too and you were uh, you were chosen for that very, for that very purpose. So this is, this is what's called a self-emptying of oneself self for another. And certainly, this is something that uh, we, we were reluctant to do. You know, we, the Bible, the, uh, Jesus Himself said that some people would die for some people, and but said it's a it's a it's a great person who would die for another. And certainly, that is a. Uh, uh, that'd be just like somebody being executed, and someone steps in and says, I'll, "I'll take I'll take his punishment for him." And that's exactly what Jesus did for us. He took He took our punishment that was due us, and He took it there, and He died in, in an ignominious death, a terrible death, a death that uh, a death that uh, was one of the worst deaths ever was in history was was to be was to be hanged on a, a tree and and that that was a that was an execution that was the execution of, of, the, of the Romans the Romans execution was they hanged people on a tree and they nailed them to a tree and and they just let them they let them hang there and die and and certainly and I guess maybe starve to death or or or, or get so thirsty that they lose their they lose everything but that was one of their that was one of their execution methods. If you you know that by the two thieves that hanged on each side of Jesus, you know the two thieves that hanged on each side of him, they they were being executed. Jesus gave his life. They they didn't take his life. He gave it, and he told uh he told uh, Pilate, He said, the said, I've got power to take your life, or I've got power to to give you your life. And, and he said, you have no such power. And, and he went on to say that he gave his life. He gave his life for us. He gave his life for those that were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. Uh, Jesus, who delivered others from the death grip of the, devil's, of the devil, submits to be put to death at the hands of wicked men himself the hands of wicked men himself he chose uh, it, it was it wasn't it wasn't wonderful people who put him to death you know i think sometimes about it if 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 we hadn't have been such sinners he he wouldn't have been dead. but we, i tell you, we have we have really worked on that sin part we really do you know even, even these babies and uh, these children these babies will do things that you don't realize, you know, you'll tell them you can't do that. They'll go do it anyway. Well, that's the same way it is with us, you know, same way it was with me before I was saved. You know, it people said, "Well, you can't do that." I just show them that I could do it, and and so that's uh, that was uh, But Jesus chose to be put to death by wicked men, and they put him to death. Wicked wicked men thought nothing of killing the loving. And tender-hearted Christ, and and they thought nothing of doing it after he dragged that that wood all that all that way, and and uh, the one had to take his place and, and help drag it the rest of the way, and they still put him to death after after they saw all of that, and and they still they still put him to death. Uh, Christ, uh, I'm sorry, their pride, like many today, was more than they could overcome. The, the pride they had, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna stand up and tell us that I need to be saved. That's exactly what we're talking about. The pride of man. The pride. Of, men have a lot of pride today. I, you know, e- even Christian men, Christian people have a lot of pride today. They have a lot of pride today. They don't want to be told that they need something. They don't want to be told uh, that they that they have sinned a terrible sin and, and they need to repent of it and they don't want to be told that that's pride that's prideful people that that do, do, do that their deep-rooted unbelief calls them to for the joy uh, of, of i'm sorry their deep-rooted belief caused them to for the joy of of evil men hang the weak and exhausted jesus of nazareth's body on the tree. It was Peter who said. For Christ also had once suffered. For sins. The just for the unjust. That he might bring us to God. Being put to death in the flesh. But quickened by the spirit. And uh, and so you know. He did it joyfully. He, he, he was happy. He was happy to give himself for us. Why, why are we so reluctant to be, at, to, to give ourselves for him. You know, people, people won't even, uh, you know, I, I talking to a man, it's been a long time ago, he said, uh, he said, well, he said, I wouldn't go to church unless my wife made me. He said, I don't see no, no reason to go to church. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's the same way it was with me when they drafted me in the military. I didn't see no reason for me to go to the military but they still made me go. I, I still couldn't get out of it. I tried to get out of it every way possible. When they took me to examine me, I told them, I said, I got heart trouble, I got all kinds of trouble, and they said, and that doctor examined me. He, he had me run up and down steps, and, and he ran, I ran up a flight of steps, ran back down, he checked my heart. I ran up another, he said, go up there again. I went up there again, I ran back down, he checked my heart again. He said, go on up there again. I ran up there again, ran back down. He said, he said, friend, he said, your heart's not even speeded up any. He said, there's nothing wrong with your heart. And that's when he put that stamp on that paper. I tell you, that's, that's when my heart really did hurt, when he put that stamp on that paper, because I knew I was a goner. And so that's, that's the way it was, you know. Uh, uh, I, I, I didn't want to go and die for someone else. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to go to war and die for someone else. You know, we, we see this all the time. You know, some people, some, some gave it, uh, some, some gave all. Well, they were, they were those that gave all. They were those that, that died because of, of their, because and they died for other people. You know, they didn't realize that, but they died for other people. They died so other people wouldn't have to die. And I hate it because in the day that I was drafted into the military, everybody was going to Canada. I didn't have money to go to Canada, I'd gone too. But I didn't have money to go to Canada. They all ran to Canada and and got out of the draft here. And I mean, they were drafting young men left and right in those days. But uh, Jesus wasn't reluctant. Jesus, Jesus went to the tree, wanting to die for his children, and if he hadn't died for his children, they would none of them go to heaven. He he came to the earth with one one thing in mind, and that was dying for his elect children. All the Father giveth me shall come to me, and he that cometh me, I will in no wise cast out. He died for every one of them. He died for every one of the elect children, and some some may say well what kind of people were these some of them were pretty terrible i'm telling you some of them pretty terrible but he died for them anyway he died for them oh uh, who is jesus of nazareth he is a risen one luke states him luke states him god raised up the third day and showed him openly you know let let saw him they was they was some 500 saw him after he was resurrected from the dead and someday someday you and I wasn't a part of that group that saw him but someday we're going to see him too you're going you're gonna see the one who died for you and what a great blessing that's going to be God showed the world that he is alive the Bible states whom God, Hath raised up, having loosed the pangs of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding to it. The grave couldn't keep him. Death couldn't keep him. Death had to give him up, and and, and I'm thankful that death did give him up. I'm thankful because if death hadn't given him up, Paul says in the book of First Corinthians, if death hadn't given him up, then none of us would be saved. If if he didn't rise, if he didn't arise from the dead. None of us would be saved. None of us could say we were saved today because that's, that was the very thing was he was going to die and rise again and he's going to sit at the right-hand throne of the Father making intercession for every one of those that he died for. And he's doing that right now, still doing it. I, I'm, I'll be, I've been saved now 54 years and uh, and he's been doing it ever since for the last 54 years. He's been uh, interceding for me at the throne of God. Interceding for me, you know, we we pray for somebody. We do the same thing when we pray for somebody. That's why people ask you to pray for them. It's because you're doing the same thing. You're speaking on their behalf to God. Because, you know, I, I, as I've said many times before, I want people to pray for me, but I want somebody to pray for me that can talk to God. I don't want people just praying for me out of what some people pray. Some people just pray because they think they have to. No, I want I want people praying that, that can really talk to the Lord in this. God loved His only begotten Son, and the and, and the elect for whom He died made it impossible for death to keep Him. You know, we we sent Him we sent Him to His death. But we also brought him to his resurrection, because if he had not a resurrected, then we we wouldn't be saved either. That's a wonderful thing. Now think, think about that for just a moment. Think about upon that just a moment. He he we we put him to death because of our sins, but yet it was because of us that he was resurrected from the death. Couldn't keep him, because he had to he had to resurrect from the dead in order to complete our salvation we wouldn't have had any salvation if he hadn't resurrected if he's not alive today we're not going to heaven if if he's not alive today we're not going to be resurrected someday because the bible says just as he was resurrected from the dead we're going to be resurrected from the dead and what a great blessing that's going to be god loved his only begotten son elect for whom he died being raised from the dead made him the Son of God with power. Son of God with power, he is able to keep all who believe on his name. He has great power. We talked about that last week. We talked about his power and and, and the power that he has. Last week, who is Jesus of Nazareth? He's a, he's a powerful one. And and now, who is Jesus of Nazareth? He is the exalted one. He's not he's not only. He's not only the, the suffering one, but he's the exalted one. The Bible states that he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Acts 10 and verse 42. Oh, what a great blessing it is. He's, he's, not, only, he's not only going to die for us, resurrect for us, but he's going to judge us. Now you say, well... How will my judgment be? Your judgment will be good if you're saved. Oh, you you may have some sin in your life after you're saved, but once he once he says that he he he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and you're gonna be okay for heaven. And and certainly that's one thing. All judgment is committed unto the Son because he is the Son of Man. Jesus said, "For the Father judgeth no man." But hath committed all judgment unto the Son. He's not only going to judge the saved, but He's going to judge the lost also. He's going to judge all men. All men are going to be judged by Him. As I've said this many times, I've said this at a lot of funerals over the years, and that is that it's not death that people scares people. It's judgment. It's not if if death. You know, dogs are not afraid to die. Cats are not afraid of dying. Animals are not afraid of dying. I mean, you're uh, just like the fellow that I just preached his funeral last Saturday. Uh, he uh, he had two baby. He had two uh, the small uh, Dodsons. Both of them died in his lap. I tell you, he come he come one morning had tears in his eyes. And I said, What's the matter? He said, My 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 little babies died in my lap. And uh but he said they just he said they just jumped up in his lap and the first one died and then the second one died. And uh, uh Brandon that was brother Gil, Gil Williams. And uh he said both of his little Dodsons died in his lap. And so uh so that was, uh, they just got up, jumped up his lap and died. Well, I'm going to tell you folks, we don't take death like they did. We don't take death like they did. We don't we don't look for a place to die because a lot of people don't even look to die. Don't look for a place to die. You know, a, 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 an animal will look for a place to die. And and, uh, and that's where they wanted to die at was in his lap. And that's that's where they died at in that. So... He will judge the quick, and he will judge the quickened at the judgment seat of Christ, and he'll judge the dead at the great white throne of judgment. There's going to be two judgments, and 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 he's going to judge. He's going to judge the uh, uh, the quickened. That's that's you that are saved. You have been quickened and raised up. You've been saved. He's going to judge you at the at, at the judgment seat of Christ. Oh yeah, you're going to you're, you're going to receive uh, reprimand if you sin since since you've been saved. Uh, and that's what Paul said. Paul said, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, Paul said, I persuade men. In other words, I persuade men to live godly lives and, li- and live as they should, because I mean he he's going to judge them. They're not going to go to hell, but it's not going to be a fun judgment for those who have not lived the life that they should have lived uh, when they were here on the earth. Uh, so he'll judge the quick and, and he'll judge the, the dead at the great white throne of judgment. The dead are referred to in the scripture as the lost. They have not been quick and they're still dead. They, they're they still dead in their sins and they die in their sins and they go to hell in their sins and Jesus Christ is the one that uh, is going to judge them and and they're going to, their name's not going to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I've said this many times over the years that I, I'm, I'm, I feel real sure that people are going to be running to that book, that he's going to have that book there. At the, at, the, at the Great White Throne of Judgment, That book, that book of life is going to be there. That book of life is where every name is recorded that is going to heaven. And they're going, they're going to go, he's, got, he's going to have that book there. They're not, there won't be any excuses because I, I, I can see men now destitute, naked and destitute with nothing, nothing to offer the Lord, running to that book and saying, the preacher told me my name was in there. The preacher told me that my name was in there. Well, I, I don't know who all's name's in there. I'm just thankful because of the new birth. Because the Lord saved me in, in uh, March 27, 1967. And, and the Lord saved me March 19th, I, I mean, March of 1967. That's the only way I know that my name's written in that book. Because that's the first thing I learned after I was saved, and that is that there's a book out there that has your name written in it. Now, and people's going to be searching for that book. When they stand before the judgment, may God have mercy on all who don't care to listen. If, if one is, if one is in an ear shout and chooses not to listen, his blood is up on his upon his own self. If he chooses not to listen, I've preached the gospel now two, two Sundays in a row, nothing but the gospel. Preach the truth of the gospel two Sundays in a row. if a person chose not to listen, and then they're uh, going to they're going they're going, they're going to, to answer for that. They really are. They're going to have to answer that. Now, lastly, who is Jesus of Nazareth? He is the Savior of all who come to Him. The Bible states, "Whosoever believeth in Him shall receive remission of sin." Acts ten and verse forty-three. Whoever whosoever believeth in Him shall receive remission of sin. That's simple. That's simple. Just believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's certain things that happen. I, I think I saw where somebody's been putting on Facebook, you don't go by words but go by actions. Well, your actions are different when you're a saved person. And that's true. Your actions are different when you're a saved person. And, and your, your life is different. And everything changes in your life. Everything changed in my life after the Lord saved me. And I pray that, that you're saved too. These two messages have opened the door of mercy and grace to all who heard them. The door's open. It's, it's open now. Go in. Come in. It's open. If you're if you're lost today and you're not saved, it's open. Come in. The, the door is open and it, it, it's, it's there. The Bible states, strive to enter in at the straight gate, for many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Oh, boy. That's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing to have someone who wants to be saved so bad they can't stand it, but they just can't come to do what, they, what they're supposed to do. They just can't come to do it. They, they try hard. I, I know there was a lady up in Kentucky. I've told it before. She joined every church up there, and somebody asked her, said, why would you join every church up here, she, she said, I will to be sure I got the right one. Well, she still got the wrong one. She still don't have the right one. She died not having the right one. As far as I know, that lady died. That lady, that lady never had salvation, you know. There's some people seek after it all their life, but they never find it. Some people look for that straight way. They never get on it. They never see it. But there is a straight way that everyone must walk on. I pray the Lord will see fit to bless you today. And and this is a warning. These last two messages have just simply been the warnings of the gospel. And I pray that the Lord will see fit to bless you and take care of you. Let's all stand, if you would, and let's be dismissed in prayer. And I pray that the Lord will see fit.